Welcome to the Cyptionary. Hey, it's great to be here. Hi, hi, hi. Friday, sunshine again. Like this weather has okay. been seventy degrees That's yesterday. Hilarious. That was so amazing. Winds, okay, Unlo- so I went I for a run. Open. Yeah, so sunroof sun open. Sunroof open. All open. in Ohio. I went for a run yesterday, and oh yeah, your voice does sound better. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I went for a run yesterday, and. I like at the end of it, like I was sweating so much. I was like it, 70 degrees. I was like, it is so hot. It is. I ended up taking my shirt off <laughs> as I was like finishing so my hot. walk. And I was like, and then it just hit me. I was like, I have my shirt off in like February in Ohio. In Ohio. That's awesome. And nice. I was just like, that is so weird. No, it's that. Yeah. But I'm ran. telling you, I was so hot. I was like dying. It was, but I was like, it was nice. This is only 70 degrees. I just, this is how much I hate oh. heat. Yeah, and I noticed like yesterday that you know when the sun was just coming in, I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah, this is, and I felt like I'm like, you know what, my my blood has so changed, like this is hot, and I'm like, oh man, it's nice, yep, I know, it feels good, oh, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Sun, so the windows were all open, everything. I mean, my my uh, smell the fresh air. Flowers yeah, are nice. are, are yeah. they coming the up? Yeah, are they yeah. coming? Some of our hostas are coming up. So I planted, I I I, I planted tulips. Because yep. I'm a, I'm a good Calvinist, so That's right. I planted tulips. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> and they've not even begun to show up. Well, so in all honesty, what happened was my neighbor just threw a bag on my in front of my door. And, that was nice of him. Well, it was, and it was like like bulbs of tulips, and I'm like, I don't know if they're any good or they not. Only, they only they only bloom when they're predestined to bloom. So yeah, that's right. So I just and put only them in the some are predestined to bloom at all. And some, uh, yeah, right. right. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. They haven't come for up. for a limited They've time. Come yeah. up. They haven't come up yet. So no. And my grass is already starting to. Yep. I noticed that the other day. Oh, too. I'm like, man, I'm not ready for this yet. I. I mean, I got to start mowing here soon. I'm like, no, no, no. We no, did no. not have a winter. I put on my snow boots one time this year. Right. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Just one that, time. Just that. Do you? Well, the do, time that we were away. Well, that is true. We, we were, were away for one for one dump. Yeah. Do you um do any maintenance on your mower at all? Like I do. Every other year. Every other year, yeah, but Who see, like, so last year, was it all on the Oh, no, you need you need to. So there's two places you can go. Take it, Como, Como, yeah, um, Como, right there by mm-hmm. by CBC. Yep. Okay. So um, go, go get yourself some Como, and then go get yourself some tacos. Right there, <laughs> and there is a taco okay. thing right there. Dude. Speaking of tacos, that's, that's literally that's what I'm literally talking about. what you're yeah. talking about, right? Dad. They had so, their taco or, stolen a year ago. Or there's a Roush. Which that oh, may hardware? be closer to you. Yeah, in Westerville. Yeah, so, um, but it's not or, at the hardware. Or it's there's not. an Andrew Ross. There is yep, an that. Andrew Ross. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> that would be happy to. So you Make need from when all of blade. our lawnmowers come from anywhere. Anyway. That's right. That's right. All of our lawnmowers did come <laughs> from him. <laughs> so you need, uh, the, the blade needs to be sharpened. You, you definitely need to do that. But your oil change needs to be done oh, like see, every, other, every other year. So in all honesty, though, like. Last year, my my mower was hardly used because I actually had I paid someone to mow it for me, and it was the best looking lawn I've had ever. Oh well, yeah, in, in that you silly pay neighborhood. Somebody. Well, no, they just those bigger machines have faster equipment. You know, like the the blade the runs blades. faster. Yeah, and so it's a cleaner cut, mm-hmm. and then it's higher, and so it's it's a more level cut. Yeah, when you, whenever we walk into your backyard, it's like walking through knee high grass. Yeah, it's like I love ridiculously. It. No, tall. I love it. I love it. I'm just sitting there, like I just it. want turf. 
I want to be able too. to putt on my green. Yep. No, 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 turf. no, 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 no. Because that scorches when, yep, the, when the rain heat. runs out. Yep. As every out. August, every August, the rain runs out. So last year it didn't. So that's how I got such a good, healthy lush. Well, uh, thank you for joining us on our <laughs> site meteorology <laughs> conversation <laughs> and uh, lawn care. Lawn care. Um, you have the life update, so why don't you just go ahead and roll into what's uh, going on with your life? Oh, what is going on with your life? Uh, so probably the biggest thing that kind of happened over the last week is, um, so many of you guys know August had, um, who's he's our four year old. Um, he when he was born, um, was born with a heart defect, and uh, eight days after he was born, he had open heart surgery. One of the things that we were told back then was the reality that, uh, and this kind of makes sense, when someone is born with a with a deformity, mm-hmm. chances are pretty high that there's other parts of their body that are also deformed, and sometimes you figure out them right away. Sometimes they you figure out, you know, they're kind of developed later. This kind of thing. So, um, so that's an illustration of sin. You know that. Right? Sure. Okay. Go for it. Uh, it'll preach somewhere. You can use preach. that. No, it's That's true. Free. I mean, you sin in one sin, you've sinned in them all. So I mean, like right. it's, it shows up in other places, or another well. one of your tulip. It totally, right. totally, totally depraves you. Deprived. That's right. Totally deprived. Well, one of the areas that we discovered that Augie's having some issues in is his ears, and if you look at him, his, his one ear mm-hmm. looks different than the other, mm-hmm. and that is because we found this out on Tuesday that the inside of that ear, his right ear has been shaped differently than what it's supposed to. So what that problem, the co- the problem that it's causing is that it's not draining the way that oh, it wow. should drain. Oh, wow. and so that's creating a lots of fluid behind his ear. Now it's no longer fluid. It is now actually pus that's behind that's his ears. Disgusting. Yeah. So um, that's usually evidence of some sort of an infection. Um, yeah. There is no infection that the ENT could see, the doctor could see. Um, but what, we want to what we want to avoid that all as much as possible is having our Augie have to go and have surgery to put tubes in his ears. We we do not want that at all. Because one surgery is way too much already. He's already had one. And also there's other complications that could arise from tubes. So if we can if if this is something that he's just gonna grow out of and there's things that we can do in the meantime to kinda help mitigate it, then then we wanna do that. Uh, because what happens is, as kids develop, their ears, their ear canals grow horizontal. So by nature of them growing horizontal, they just they don't drain as much. But as you get older, they they start kind of pointing down. Your canals kind of start going vertical, diagonal, more diagonal, which helps with drainage. So um, there's a real reality, real sense to which as Augie grows, that it could just fix itself because of the nature of how yeah, ear canals grow. And, tubes. And, They've been used that for years. I think one of you guys had tubes. Really? I do. I think so. I don't remember any I of that. I don't know. But uh, right, anyways. that's the point. <laughs> like, that's like, true. I don't know. It did its job. No, I'm pretty. I mean, sure, it probably wasn't sure me. It, I think it was you. I'll have to check. I could be. That could have been in my dream. Did you just pull Joan no, Hamilton? No way. No, no. No, no way. Germans <laughs> heal themselves. Or, uh, no. No, no way. Germans. They're, they're like you will heal yourself. Yeah, your ears will heal. You you wait. Well, drink this tea. Drink this tea. Yeah, drink uh, <laughs> ein Wies, Wiesenbier. Yeah, 
Uh, so we just wow. we, that's so anyway. that's kind of what's going on. So we've got the doctor prescribed um, a uh, antibiotic to help see okay. if that Good. would be that'll that'll help. So that's kind of the first step. So he's on antibiotics for a couple okay. weeks and he goes back to the NT to see if that's helped. We've noticed that he's not, and also Marcy's teacher has noticed too that he's not hearing things correctly. Mm. So it is affecting his hearing. Sure thankfully, though, thankfully there's no damage to the eardrum. Oh, cool. Yeah, which great. is really, really great. That's so, good news. So it's just behind, so it's just in the cavities behind his ears. So we're hoping that the antibiotic that he has can, no ear infections, no fevers, no, nothing like that. Um, we, they're like, some of the things that could possibly be happening is just like, he can't go underwater. Um, he can't like spend too much time swimming or whatever, that kind of stuff. So that could be a reality as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. So that's kind of the big update that's going on right now with us. So we can pray. You guys out there can pray for Augie. Hopefully he doesn't. We really want to avoid surgery. We want to avoid putting tubes in his ears. And um, we would much rather this kind of just But wouldn't itself. you rather have tubes rather than surgery? Well, that is surgery. I mean, that, that's what it would be. Oh. You have to have surgery to have the tubes put in. Okay, yeah, but it's not, it's not bad. Yeah, so. I, we just don't want to do it. Yeah, I get it. So. Um, and he's such a dear kid. He's an, so sweet. It's an irritating. Not, very irritating. It is very irritating, for sure. Situation. Yeah, the doctor was waxing eloquent. It's got a lot of lot of affection. All the ear. Yeah. Your ear. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was beating his own drum about that, I'm sure. I bet he was, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, well, man. Well, good. Uh, well, what is the, uh, the old conversation for the day? What are we talking about today? Well, I think the conversation today is something that's it's it's true not only in our church but just as i've talked with several other pastors and even just in your in your world at at uh, good shepherd just the uh the need to i think readdress what it means to um be a servant and to to serve yeah um we we live in such an individualistic society um individualism has so taken over um, and I think I think it's connected with the idea of um, the subjectivity of truth that everything is my truth that all of a sudden it puts us in charge of life rather than at the at the beck and call of God yeah. at the beck and call of truth other than ourselves and uh, we become servants. I love. I love Christ's words where he came, you know, you're talking, you're, here you are talking about the creator of the ends of the earth. And he says, I came not to be served. I actually came to serve. And we, we forget that. We, we jettison that idea so quickly because it goes contrary to our culture. Yeah. It goes contrary to that inner, um, that, that inner desire that's still with us called sin that wants to be God, wants to be approved, wants to be liked, wants to be stroked. Um, wants to have it my way. That's a controlling factor. And so all those things go into the focus of when I come to church, I don't want to serve. Yeah. So consequently, we were, we were adding it up. We had an elders meeting. We were adding it up, and there's like it's like 46 different individuals that have to do something other than just come to church every Sunday morning. Yeah. So, and you think like, whoa. That's like a really? staff salary right there. I mean, 46, I mean, if you're there for an hour, which everyone's over there for probably over an hour. No, it's, it's you know, it's between family Bible class and service. So you're talking from 930 to 12. Yeah. 
that that it takes it takes approximately forty six people to run everything that needs to be run, yeah. right? And that's that's a church of three hundred. Okay, right. so with you guys, I don't know. I mean, it's probably every bit of fifteen to twenty, to be honest. I mean, just in different things. Now, not all of them are like during the service specifically, but yeah, I mean, there I would imagine there are about twenty people serving on any particular Sunday doing something right engaged doing right. doing something so yeah. you start thinking about that and you start realizing wow that happened you know that has to happen like every week and yeah. that means that there are some people that every week are not in the service for whatever reason you know um, and we have of course we have different layers probably than you do I don't know if you guys have a, a security layer do mm-hmm. you we do yep. yeah okay yeah, we do. Um, it's, it's just like a dude Right. But, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, but still, yeah. so, it's a dude. Yeah, we, our, we have at least three at one time. Yeah. We'll see. Our our Four, building maybe. is not like super big. Like there's two well, entry I, points. Yeah, and it's not located where it's that's a that's a stress level thing. I yeah. Mean, it's, we have two entry points, and you can see both of them right. at the exact same time. Right. Um, where we don't. And we're a little bit right. out in the country, oh, so word. you should right. if you're gonna be stupid and rob a country church, you should. Think twice. Yeah, think twice. Right. I'm just, I'm just Especially ours. It. I'm just going to say it that way. Well, you know, the truth is word gets out. And so if you if you have a security thing <laughs> in place, people know. Yeah. People know. So we're actually having, we're taking a Sunday night, calling a family meeting, and we're, we're talking about security. Yeah, it's a good idea. A good so, idea. so yeah. So, but I'm just saying there's that. There's our, We have greeters. We have a welcome desk. We have, um, I mean, you, you, you have all this stuff too. We have someone who does coffee we have we have people who uh run the nurseries we have people who run children's church we have people who teach sunday school yep a family bible class and you know you it just goes on and on and on till you need like 46 people and yeah. we were all stunned we were all like oh my word against one of our guys i said why did you count that i mean i wish we could just never know <laughs> but the problem is the problem is 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 um you have some people who will come and just say you know i'm not doing that I'm not serving. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I don't understand that. I mean, I guess I just don't understand it. And I'm going like, look around you. I mean, you're part of the family here. Yeah. Um, so mom and dad do all the work. Right. Is, is that the way it is? Yeah. Or, or can we all pitch in? Just pitch in a little bit. Pitch in just a yep. little bit. You know, one time, right. you know, here's that. Makes a huge difference. A huge difference. A huge difference. And some people can't. Like, I mean, we have some of our elderly people. And I have, I have one guy who just serves every time he's there and he wants to do something or he's involved in people's lives or whatever. And he does. And then, you know, he's out for the next three weeks cause he's sick, you know, and he's, and he's, he's sending me notes. Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to be there. And I'm like, yeah. dude, you're 83. Yeah. dude. You know? <laughs> like, the other, like the other um, component of that, Nikki and I were talking about this the other day. Um, like, and it's, I don't I don't want to use this as like a like a like a bully club of beating people over the head with it but it is just a reality that the leaders of these particular ministry teams or or groups like they don't they don't have an option to not show up like right. they're right. not given that space you know what I'm saying like yeah. and and there's a danger in that because obviously then we can just come because we we have to and we're forced to but like so we've been this week has been um prayer week at our at our church. Okay. So every night we've had something, some yeah. sort of prayer gathering. And Good. not everyone's involved in all the things, but 
I mean, <clears throat> if you do it, if you if you're faithful, if you commit to it, I mean, you could easily three to four times this week you could be out praying, which is good. But like, so like, um, last night we had a, a worship night. We were just Quentin. Quentin put together a little like set of songs and uh, selected prayers, and we were just going where, through that. Where did you do that at, at the, the church building? Oh, at cool. the church yeah. building, um, which is great. Like forty-five minutes, really short, nice. to the point. Great, it, and it always is great. But it is a commitment. Like it is. no childcare. So like, just show up. Just show bring up. your kids. You know, yeah. deal with all that. Right. And it's a commitment. And you know, the reality is like, there's a there's some part of me that was like, oh man, there's just one more thing. And yeah. I don't want, yeah. but like, but I, but like that thought did not last long because it's like, nope, I got like, this I don't is have not a just choice. One more I've got to be this there. This is prayer. For well, one thing. it is, but like the human part of me is like, right. we've been doing this and I I would love to just sit home and just watch hockey or something stupid like that. And the reality is watch like the Buckeyes lose. Right, right. 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 Um, but like, then I, then of course I, I'm like, no, it's my job. I got to be there. And all that happens like really quick. I'm like, right. no, I don't have a choice. I'm, I'm showing up right. and I show up. And then, like, I come out of that, and it was just as hard as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not any easier, right? And I can't, I mean, like, my attitude did change a little bit, like, halfway through, which was great. But, like, I came at the end of it, and I was like, oh, man, I'm so grateful I went. So glad we did so that. So grateful I yeah, went. Every, every Wednesday, I feel that way. What so, else? yeah, and it's like, but I wish, I wish, like, because Nikki and I were talking on the way home, because I was like, I want, I want all of my people to feel that. Like, I want every, all of my people to like feel the like i need to show up because i need to show up right and now i have i have to show up so i don't even have to think those those thoughts through but at the same time when i look back i realize like i needed to have shown up today yeah, yeah. and i'm glad i fought through it right and yes it was still just as hard as i thought and it was great yeah cuz i'm telling you one of the best things one of the very best things you can do as part of your church is to sit and pray with somebody. Yeah, no, for sure. Because for what sure. that does is you 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 are walking into their heart. Yeah, just a tat, just a little bit. Just it's just a, a little change. slim entrance into the heart of that person. Yeah, and that needs to be seen. Yeah, and you need to see it, and then you need to open your heart that way. Yeah, I I so part of serving is that you open your heart to someone else yeah. to do something yeah. for them. I think the thing, and and I was talking with Nikki about this the other day too, like service, because she, she had mentioned, she, she had asked the question of like, um, how, how close is our people's relationship with Jesus? Like, you know, she's like, how would you, how would you categorize our people's relationship with Jesus? Our people's walk with Jesus. And it was, it was a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. And, and, and she just like, just uh, observation. And she's like, this is like, I'm not trying to be like a slant or I'm not trying to be like alarmist or overconcerned, but she's just like, I kind of just tend to think people are, you know, not that people aren't serious. They believe the gospel, but it's just like, yeah, but it's like, it's nominal. I don't have to. Right. It's okay. Right. And like, again, like. Yes, it is. Like your relationship with Jesus is not tied to your performance. It's not tied to what you do. That is all true. But there is a reality that I think is really wise. And what I think what Nikki's getting at is this reality that ministry is overflow. Mm. That mi- like yeah. ministry mm. flows from a heart. Yeah. 
like true true spirit filled like honest uncoerced ministry right serving with a heart of an attitude of gratitude right like that flows from a i'm walking with jesus well and it also flows god i mentioned this earlier but but god is more concerned about why we're doing what we're doing than actually than what, actually we're, what doing. we're doing that's really true yeah and and i think it's really important um because as you read the apostles uh and you read really even in the old testament there is this reoccurring theme that we live out of wonder and awe of God, that yeah. we stand in wonder. Like, just go through and read the Psalms. You know, when I consider the sun, moon, and stars, which I was ordained, what is man that you are mindful of? Yeah. And I don't think we contemplate long enough that, one, that the creator of the ends of the earth created us. We turned our back against him, and there was no way possible for us to find our way back to him. Mm-hmm. And so the creator of the ends of the earth came, died, lived, well, actually lived the perfect life. I keep, I always, I always, I don't know, I, don't know, I, I keep, I want to say that more because we don't talk about don't that talk about part that much, but he lived an, an active righteousness on our behalf for us. And out of that comes his death, burial, and resurrection. We got a little drum Sorry, we got, we got, we got a drum corps. You, you keep going. I'm going <laughs> to just shut this door here a little bit. Um, but the reality is that, is that we don't stand in awe. Um, one of the words that was, that, that, um, I was, I sat on quite a bit this week in, in preparation for Sunday. It's just the word beloved, beloved. We are, we are beloved. God has beloved us. What does that mean? What, what does, what does that mean? Well, when you think about it, like we who just deepen our trespasses and sin, God set his love and his love is a whole love. Yeah. It's a it's a complete love. It is a love that's never been tarnished. Yeah. It's never been fraught with hate or misuse or abuse. It's a perfect love. Yeah. And that perfect love is an eternal love. And it's the love that we're given through yeah. Christ. Yeah. People, we don't understand what it means then to be loved and to settle the the mind that we number number one that we are loved, yeah, and then we live that love out through Christ in us by the Spirit, who grants us the grace to then care for other people in that same love, yeah. um, and this is one of the beauty beauties of of Christ's righteousness on us. Ours, when we're made righteous. We have a history of tarnished. It's sin. It's in the past. So when he comes and gives us his righteousness, it is untainted righteousness. And someday we will have it completely on us. Yeah. I mean, we, we have it now, but it's put to our account. Right. And we have him in us, yeah. which helps us. But the reality is the flesh still cleans. that that flesh still, still cleans. And so there's this battle. And so one of the things that we do every day is we, we battle that um, what is true, what is true is who we are is in Christ. Is in Jesus, that's right. And when we understand that, then we're free to serve. We're yeah. free to move about the country. So that's the right. freedom that's 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 there is just amazing. But we then worship that way. That's right. Because like right. I'm, I'm just telling you, on Sundays, I wonder, I sit there and I go like, okay, people, are you just going through the motions? Yeah. Do you come here just thinking, all right, I got to do this because it's Sunday. And I know, I know Eric expects me to do this. 
I think there is some of that. There's some of that. Yeah, and and to be honest, like there are some people so beaten up by life and sin yeah. that, like, I mean, I know, uh, I know that there are people in my church going through the motions, yeah. and to them, I just feel like, yeah, there's grace for you for sure, uh-huh. and come, come, go through the motions. Like, thank you for coming and going through the motions because that's what your heart needs. Yeah, you know that. But at the same time, like, I do understand an appropriate amount of like health of. I also want people like understanding the realities of the gospel freed up in love motivated by the spirit to actually go about and go do right and love and right. serve and um and think about others like some people yeah some people need a lot of care and yep. that really is true no that is true but there are a lot of people who in understanding how much care that they have received in the gospel then need to really proactively begin to care and if you are going through the motions and you feel that kind of like monotonous or you're allowing kind of the doldrums of, do I want to show up today to overpower? Can I just like, can I just actually say like, don't, don't think about your serving. Don't think about what you're doing. Like just really contemplate, like how's your relationship with Jesus? Like truly how, how warm is your heart to, to him, to hearing his gospel, to praying, right? Like how, how ready is your heart to pray? How eager is your heart to pray. Um, and man, I just like how, and really it's a, it's a understanding of God's grace, right? Because what we're asking for in terms of like hearing the word, actively praying, serving in fellowship with one another, those are the means of grace that God has given us. Yeah. So yeah. you're basically, we're basically asking the question of like, how, how receptive to God's grace are you? Right. And how, how much enjoyment of God's grace are you living in processing you yeah, know. and it's one of those things like that I I uh, I really picked up on, especially last year with all the crud that God, you know, in His in His divine providence. I'm so glad He did put us through. But part of it was uh, there were days that I woke up and I'm going like, you know what? I'm breathing. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, God. Yep. And I think we have to get back to that point. We don't even deserve to to breathe. Yeah. It's interesting that, um, of course, my my whole dissertation. By the way, I'm I'm defending it. March 9th. Your life update is not right now. Did, I know, I know, but you I'm like, I'm so excited update. about it. I'm just so excited about it. And let me, let me just kind of, all Go right. But it. anyway, part of that was dealing with Malachi. And the very first thing that the messenger, the last final Old Testament messenger of God comes and says, God says, I loved you. Yeah. And they're like, how have you loved us? Mm. And I think that's, that's the position that most people are in. Yeah. You haven't loved me. Look look at this crap in my life. What is that? And all what they don't understand is God designs that crap to put us on our face. That's right. Yeah. That's because right. without that crap, we would be we wouldn't even You'd care. Be on your own. That's right. You'd be on your own doing whatever selfish thing you want to do. And today. God in his grace stops us. That's right. And says, Stop. That's Cease right. striving and yeah. know that I'm God. Yeah. So so where is God in all of that? crap where where yeah. is he what is he doing have right. you ever considered that how open is your heart towards receiving yeah all that he has to offer you through that and i'm not again i it's like job we're, we're going through job and it's like at no point do we get to look at job and be like see it's not that bad come on man like no like no. i actually think the christian response is like oh it is that bad and what is th- what is god still doing yeah like even still if it's that bad yeah, though he slay me. I mean, I, that's yeah, literally that, that was the text last week. Though he slay me, oh, yeah, really? well, I trust was that him. It? Yeah, it was like literally like that's though awesome. he slay me, I, yeah, to, I will I still to trust him. To those, and that's mean. not like and he 
he's actually not saying that as like the triumphant like though he slay me i will trust him he's he's literally almost accusing god of like god you are going to kill me that's what you're out to do you're out to kill me i don't understand it i don't like it but i know you have a right to do it see and i think that's that's the majority of the point is that we don't think God has the right to do with this creation as he, as he, yeah. as he and that's pleases. literally what he says. Like yeah. the, he's going to this week. I have to explain how basically Job is. I, we have to walk Job back off the ledge again because he's basically like all God does is destroy. Now, I mean, he can bring back to life, but God really likes to destroy the things that he's created. Which and is, it's like it's it's not wrong. It's, it's not a, wrong. He's 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 right. Well, he's he brings not, he's to not death. Wrong, so but he that, is wrong because God is a god of restoration that's that's the point yeah like god yeah. brings us to death why so that we might know life and this right. is what even paul says i boast in my weaknesses so that the power of right. christ and his resurrection may be yeah, upon yeah, me yeah. and what a joy that is yeah oh my for goodness. sure but like that's what job is explaining he's yeah. just he can't he hasn't he's on this side of the cross yeah you know he doesn't he doesn't have the cross and so he's basically just viewing it through the lens of his humanity which by the way i mean like all of us are there and i think that that actually frees us to be able to say oh it is that bad and God is at work to destroy you. He's taking things away from you. Right. Like God is actually stripping you of your own self-sufficiency. And that's a real low blow. Well, and what you have to do is you have to change your definition, first of all, of God. Uh, you have right. to change your definition of what love is. That's right. And sometimes... I want to know what love is. Yeah. I want you to show me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that guy had no idea what he's really talking about. That's it's a girl, I think. A girl? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty I sure it's a girl. Know. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Maybe. So, but I, I just think there's a lot of things in life that we have to change our definitions of. That's right. Because our definitions are built around our world. That's right. It's not our world. This is my father's world. That's right. So anyway, yeah. yeah uh, speaking of really hard things, uh, I went to a funeral this week of a guy who um, passed away because he, uh, he got hit in the head with a tennis ball. It was a good service. It was an ace. Ace in the hole. All right. We'll take a break and uh, we'll come back. Awesome. Welcome back. Welcome. Yep, 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 yep. So you, you got the what? You got the what's up? What am I imbibing? What are you imbibing? I got two, two new products that I've really appreciated recently. Um, I number one, I I got I got an Apple Watch. Um, you do have one. You didn't know this? No, I got an Apple Watch. This was this a couple weeks ago. Um, where did you get that? Uh, I got it Apple, Apple, at Apple. Actually, I Amazoned it, but all oh, did same, you really? All the same idea. Um, but I think one of the coolest things, uh, Shark Leash, Shark Leash bands. Uh, they're really, really cheap and expensive. The hardest part is like buying the actual clip that actually clips to your Apple Watch. Um, Shark Leash products. They're like themed after like '80s style bands, like Velcro bands. Um, I really like mine. I really, I have two different kinds of them. They're pretty cheap, so I recommend them as well. They're well, waterproof. You had to so. get 
What do you mean the hard part was finding the... So the actual band itself is really cheap. It's like 15 bucks. But then like the clip, what it actually goes on to... You had to buy it separately? Yeah, those are those are like 20 bucks. Well, I mean, it comes it on the same like website when you buy it. Oh, okay. but you But they... This... This is all one, yeah. one size. Yeah. This has different size depending right. on the Apple right, Watch. Right, right, they have right, to select, right. you know. That's so the hardest size, part? What size watch did That's you get? That's the most expensive know? part. I got the little guy because yeah, my wrists too. are really tiny. Yeah, I always, yeah, I always get the small one. Well, but, um, anyway, highly recommend <coughs> them. Shark Leash. Nice. Shark Leash. Shark Leash. Or uh, free, Freestyle USA. You can go Shark Leash USA and, and look up their bands. But then if even if you're not an Apple Watch user, I've always been eyeballing their watches because they're like really old school really cool waterproof watches anyway check them out um another thing so i've been working out for like the last year and a half um and been loving it but we just this christmas nikki and i bought these bowflex weights that are like dumbbells <laughs> dumbbells but they're like so they come in like 52 and a half pound dumbbells sets like massive oh wow but you can dial them and then you can like select like 15s out of it so like they mm-hmm. come in, they're like one like one dumbbell for each hand, yeah. but you can like <clears throat> dial them and pick up different weights. It's awesome. It's like rev. That's cool. It's like so you're only dealing with one set of weights, right? But it can go from like five pounds all the way up to fifty two pounds. Oh wow! So anyway, really recommend it. They're a little pricey, but they were at our Costco for like three hundred and fifty bucks. But 50. if you're looking for like a good set of weights, if you're in the market for them. Man, I'm just telling you, like, you can go through so quick. You can just change real quick right away. Same same set of dumbbells, minimal space. It's great. 52 nice. seems like a weird weight. Well, so you can, you, I mean, obviously those are pretty heavy, and I don't lift those with my arms, but I do some leg exercises with, like, 45. No, I mean, like, like normally they go in, like, increments of fives. Like, why not go to 55? Why 52? Well, that's the thing. Like, because, because they're so, like, you can you can literally shave two and a half pounds off almost every way you go, which means you can incrementally build, which is like really cool. So like you can, you can dial it up and dial it back super quick Interesting. and super minusculely. So hmm. like almost every exercise, every, every workout you can stretch yourself. Mine are all rusted. That's great. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like these are yeah, rust all over mine, dumbbells, my hands. And they're, they're, they're really great. So you can just like, boom, you can get your entire workout done just by put them down, shift, pick them up, and you're good to go. Like yeah. super quick. Wow. Cool. No, so anyway, I really recommend them. They've awesome. they've really helped. They've really helped me. I loved them. That's so. awesome. Bowflex <laughs> and Freestyle USA slash Shark Leash. Nice. All right, Dad, nice. bring us the word. What's going on? Well, <clears throat> so some of you know we're uh, we are actually moseying through um, First Peter, and yeah. honestly, yeah. honestly, I I did not have a good attitude about walking into First Peter. But now it's your favorite book. <laughs> of course. It's the best book ever. It's the best. It's the best. No, I mean, I just felt like he's a fisherman. Like, he he biffed it so many times. He cussed you out? <clears throat> um, He would have. He probably would have. He he yeah, my you. name is Peter. He, yeah, he I cussed you out. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, if you haven't seen that, you cuts need, people's you need ears to see off. it. Right, right. Um, but I, this is at the end of his life, more of it, more at the end. And of course this is his first letter and it is a letter. Uh, and I think it's important for us to understand that we, we somehow look at these books and then we take them apart piece by piece by piece by piece. And certainly we, we should. And cause it is important to know what, what they're saying and, and how it's being received. But I love, I love Peter's shepherding care. And I, I think honestly it's because 
he knew what a blunder he was in many ways. <clears throat> and, and I think he stands in awe of God. Yeah. And so he sets up his first, his whole first chapter is just one theological truth after the other. And you, after a while you, you look at this, and you go like, wait, he's just, he's no fisherman. Like this guy is brilliant. And like he's, He's smart. Of course, it's the Holy Spirit, obviously. It helps to be inspired. It helps to be inspired, yeah. So um, he, he sets up, and he uses lots of metaphors. I, and I think, I, think, um, I think it's true because, uh, once again, I think he's, he's very simple-minded. He understands, and he sat with Christ, and Christ uses all kinds yeah. of metaphors and little things that just right there, you know, like he said to Peter, upon this rock you're you're no longer simon you're peter which means rock and on this rock i'll build my church and it wasn't necessarily talking about pope peter he was just simply talking about on this gospel that you carry that you've been taught we're gonna we're gonna build this church and what is cool is that's exactly what he's done but but i love the fact that he i think he carried this idea of the stone or rocks about him everywhere he went Mm -hmm. and last year you know we were we were in israel and Mm -hmm. one of the things that we all talked about was just that everywhere you look there's rocks there's just these rocks and stones and so he uses that very beautiful little metaphor and but it but yet it actually isn't peter who brings this whole idea of a stone into it i mean you can go clear back to, to 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 um the, the Pentateuch and um, Israel is called the the stone yep. uh, of God. Daniel talks about Jesus as being the stone. Um, but what what is really cool is Peter says in chapter two, verse four, as you come to him, who Jesus, um, because he's just got through saying, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. And basically what he's, what he's referring back there is to, um, is it, Psalm, I think it's Psalm 24, but taste and see that the Lord is Psalm good. 34. 30, 34. Yeah. And so, and, and the, the whole idea there is that this, a person has, his heart has been transformed. Uh, and so when that happens, there is this, what we would want each of us to, to um, stay right there. There is this softness of heart that actually tastes that the Lord is good. Yeah. And what I want to what I just what I want to say is that um, one of the things I've I've lost uh, I've lost thirteen pounds I've got That's awesome. I've got two more to do to get down to where I want to go, but one of the things that I I I knew and I just forgot was that when you when you imbibe in sugar a lot, it messes with your your taste buds. Sure. Yeah. So I remember like last year, um, we mom was buying this granola from um, from Costco and I'm like, I tried it and, and it tasted like it was soaked in like motor oil. It was just like, oh, this is awful tasting stuff. Wasn't sweet. And wasn't, rolling grass. Yeah. I mean, no. it was just it was just like and it's of course it's keto friendly. So I'm going like, oh, of course, then it has this green stuff in it somewhere all over the place. <laughs> That's probably what making it taste. And then about two weeks ago, um, I just poured me a little bowl and I sat down and ate it and I was like, really sweet. Mm. And I'm like, what in the world? Like what, what happened? And nothing happened except my taste buds have been free from sugar. 
for a long time and I tasted it and it was good. Yeah. And th- I think that's the, the, the metaphor that he's actually getting at here is that when your life is so filled up with your manufactured stuff yeah. you, and it's not of the creator that God isn't going to taste good mm. to you. Mm. And I think that's where we don't stand in awe of God. God isn't someone who deserves our whole attention. And it's because we're so filled up with everything else in life. Yeah. And it, and it varies from person to person. Um, I don't struggle where you guys struggle. Um, although we have some similar struggles, but I, Uh, it's just so easy to to look for something else to bring satisfaction Mm -hmm. it's so easy to look for um i'm going to protect myself i'm going to keep myself from pain i'm going to keep myself from hurt and that itself becomes an idol yeah it it tries to replace the one true god and god is a jealous god he won't be replaced yeah there is no such thing as other gods they're manufactured things. They're they're pieces of stone. They're they're they're, they're wood, hay, and stubble, mm-hmm. and they're not going to last. He is the one true God, and so this whole idea <clears throat> that that Peter is getting at here is this stone, this rock, is unlike anything else in this world. Yeah. And even though he lived in a world of stones and rocks, he said, "Like no, no, no. You you taste that the Lord is good." Yeah. And I think that's where many of us just need to get back to see that God himself is always good. Yeah. And so we have to change our definition of what is good. We That's have to, right. we get to look at, at things that are, are in the past, maybe tasted terrible were bitter to us, but now we look back and go, I know that was very good of God to do that. Yeah. And uh, I, I just think I, I, I just want us to, to get back to the realities of who God is and what God has done for us and let that be satisfying in our souls. Yeah. No, that's really, really good. It's, uh, it's been convicting recently. Just how many times in my life am I not just reorienting my life to the reality of God and who he says he is yeah. versus the other way around. Yeah. It's been really, I find that really most helpful. people, most Christians are not really God centered much at all. Yeah. Yeah. And shame on us. Right. We like we, we God's around, it. like we have our own understanding of God, but like we don't allow him to dictate. Well, he's, we just take it for granted. Right. He's right. there. Of course he is. Okay, now move on. Here's, move what, on. I, here's what I must do. And that's part right. of that's our theology? Yeah. That, well, that I mean, not part of it. That is our theology. <laughs> that's our theology. That is our theology. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're justified, but we take care of the sanctification. That's part. right. We, get, we have the rest of the Christian life figured out. Right. It's all about us. It's right. really good. So. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of The Sipsionary. Uh Do certainly uh, give us a share. Give us a like. Uh, let us know where you're listening from and interact. I uh, would love to hear from you. But uh, tell your mom, and uh, we'll see you next time on The Sipsionary. Yep. Bye. Bye.